Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm Christina. And this is our podcast, Let's, Let's Shoot the, the Fat. Fat. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we are back. And today we're going to talk about, to put it very broadly, our relationship with our bodies and with food. And we're just going to get into that fun topic. But as always, first, we're going to look back at this past week. What did we do? We didn't do a lot. I mean, because <laughs> we recorded on Sunday. Right. Because I was still sick, like, during the weekend. So we recorded mm-hmm. on Sunday. And I think we didn't do a lot. I mean, the week went by really fast mm-hmm. since we had Monday off. Yeah, Monday was Easter Monday. So we got yeah. that off. Then but we I, I got eating. worse on Monday again. When did I have the migraine? Was that Monday or was it? That was Sunday night. That was Sunday evening. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because then you were home the entire day Monday, remember? Otherwise, you would have had to go to class in the morning. You didn't go to class in the morning. What do you mean class if, in the morning? Well, if you'd had the migraine on Monday night, you would have oh, had true, to go to class, oh, class in the morning. Sense, you didn't sense. do that. Yeah. Oh, that's why I got like worse on Monday. Because yeah. like Sunday evening, I had a horrible, horrible migraine. And then the next day, I just like laid in my bed all day again because I felt off. So I don't know. But now that I think about it, I think I might be healthy again like i for you know i haven't thought about it because i still felt like a little bit off maybe in the beginning of the week and yeah. now because we just kept going and going and going like i don't know how i'll feel on monday when i go to body class because i think i will like start mm-hmm. going again so i don't know how i feel because on thursday when we went to your dad's book event like because we were walking so much and like i felt it like i yeah, felt yeah. that i'm not entirely ready but we'll see i mean you're probably just still a bit weaker you know yeah. But hopefully, not to jinx it again, but um, I think I'll be fine. Yes. So, so on Monday, I was in my bed. What did you do? I don't remember. What did I do? Wait, I think you were home. I think I was home. I think I was working. I think I was working and doing uni stuff and freaking out. Yeah, that was the first. This week has had like a nice like vibe of us being kind of stressed, but Mm -hmm. like trying not to be stressed but Mm -hmm. then still being subconsciously stressed because i feel like it always happens this way that after semana santa i mean we've experienced it once i don't know (laughs) but after semana santa you get back to class and you realize oh god we have like four weeks of the semester left we have so many deadlines so many projects like start stressing out exactly basically almost every professor this week they were like oh we're like nearing the end oh we don't have a lot of time left and on Monday was the first time that I like sat down and tried to like organize my life. Mm-hmm. So I looked at the calendar. Big mistake. <laughs> and then that like fear just kind of like turned into a l- intense productivity, which was nice, I guess. Yeah. But fueled by stress. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I was just home. And then we had classes. Class, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday was very like hectic it was a thursday <laughs> i mean yeah but like in the sense of like walking a lot true like we were walking a ton because we went to we went out to film for our tv class again which we were kind of over very done with it with yeah and we were like running back and forth because we don't have a lot of time and like we have to walk somewhere filmed and come back on time so mm-hmm. we can like give back some of the equipment from school and then we went to your dad's book event yes he had like an event about his book that he'd written and that had just come out at the Secret Kingdoms bookstore here in Madrid. So we went to see that. I mean, he just talked about like his his life, like his whole story with writing mm-hmm. and how he how this book came about and everything. 
and there were snacks, there was wine, there were I drinks. I have to say, I had nice. an amazing time. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Like, I think I need to start going to like more books events or sure. like authors yeah. events because I remembered I went to one when I was in New York. It was like very random because I wanted to go into the Barnes and Noble bookstore, mm. and then somehow I think I just saw that they're doing an event um, in one of them when I was there. And I went there and I really liked it. We went to your dad's book event. I loved it. Like, and it was such a nice atmosphere, Mm -hmm. you know, like it was, I mean, your dad's hilarious. So, you know, he (laughs) kept doing jokes. He was talking about his live books. Then, like you said, there were snacks and wine. And then, of course, I bought books because we were in a bookstore. (laughs) Yeah. And I haven't been there in a while. I don't remember my last time when I was there. So it was a great but that was, okay. again, hectic because it started at 8, our class finished mm-hmm. at 7.30. So, I mean, it was just adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. But super nice mm-hmm. in the end. And then Friday, well, you had a whole very... trip in the morning. <laughs> also very hectic, yeah. We're just keeping it going. <laughs> no. Oh, because on Wednesday, I wanted... Because the thing is, I wanted to mm. buy, like, some sportswear because I needed some pieces. And I think I wanted to go on Wednesday because I didn't go to body cross because I didn't feel ready yet. So I was like, I have the afternoon, so I might go. But somehow I was extremely, we were both, I think, extremely tired, right? And so so I didn't go. And I went yesterday morning, but we talked about it yesterday, but I was so confused because I, I mean, I woke up a little bit later than usual because of, we came back late from the books event. Um, But I woke up at like nine or something and all of a sudden, you know, it was the whole thing where I had to take the bus. The bus only goes once in half an hour. So like the time was very like tight. And so I went to like a shopping center in Getafe. Then I went to Decathlon. It was all stressful, hectic. And then um, because we had planned to get together with our group to do the spreadsheets project. Yeah. So I had to run back to be on time because I didn't want to be late. <laughs> she came back the same time that Paula came back, yeah. basically. And that was, I mean, the highlight of our lives. This project is bringing <laughs> us so much joy. It truly is. Mm, I um, love it. It doesn't remind me of the statistics and the at trauma all. at all. At all, at all. <laughs> the thing, this semester has like a theme. And the theme is that we're supposed to do things, but we don't know what. And we get zero guidance. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is adding to our stress this semester. And the spreadsheet is just a perfect example of that. Yeah. But we got a good amount done. Yeah, I mean, I, we I hope it's feel, correct. So I don't know. No, we have no idea. But I do feel a little bit better. Yeah, me too. We, like already started at least on one of the 20 projects yeah. we have to do. And then we can just like get together again and work on it again. And yeah. yeah. So I feel good. And then? And then afterwards, we met up with um, somebody who had messages on Instagram, I think two days before, because Mm -hmm. she found our podcast and she actually is from Madrid, but she is studying abroad, also the full degree. Yeah. And so she related to our podcast and she wanted to meet up and it was amazing. Yeah, because she was here for like... The break. The yeah. yeah, yeah, So she's like, oh, I'm here in Madrid for like a week or two weeks. So let's meet up. And it was super mm-hmm. nice. Like she was extreme. I mean, if you're listening. Hi. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hi. But it was such an amazing time because we never, I don't know. We just don't talk to people who are in the same situations as us almost ever. No. Right? No, not really. 
So it's always so nice to meet up with somebody yeah. who is in the same situation, like share our struggles and the ups and downs, and like. And it was so similar. Like everything mm-hmm. we talked about, we were all like, "Yes, me too." Exactly. Exactly. So it was really nice. Mm-hmm. I loved it. So thank you for inviting us. True. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And yeah, and that was kind of the end to our week, and now we're here. Mm-hmm. Main part of this episode, uh, we're going to talk about, like Lauren said, about the relationship with our bodies mm-hmm. and relationship with food in general food. and sports i guess oh true. that also kind of ties into too. that yeah because i mean it is like at least in my life it's been a huge topic like throughout my entire life i would say and i think i don't want to like generalize here but i feel like especially because we're like girls mm-hmm. it's even more sensitive like i said i don't want to generalize because i know that like guys struggle with it too but i feel like yeah, with I girls, it's like I feel like almost everybody. Yeah, at yeah. some point in their lives, I mean, if not every, every everybody friend, I talk every, to, every yeah, sister I talk to, like they've all yeah. struggled. So we figured we could talk a bit about that. Yeah. So how did like when did you start actively thinking about the relationship, like with your body? Like when did it, you know, when did you stop being a kid in a sense mm-hmm. and like started like dealing with this? i don't really remember my guess would be probably high school Mm -hmm. like so like 16 Mm -hmm. but i feel like i don't want to like blame the gym for all of this but i feel like it got the worst when i started going to the gym like the p class like in school no like the gym too like you started going to a gym in high school no when i was right after high school when i was 18 oh Oh, okay okay yeah yeah yeah. so i feel like it kind of kind of started in high school maybe with but there it was like more in the sense of kind of starting to think what you eat you know Mm -hmm. you become more aware of that and you want to make it healthy. And like before I was just eating whatever my mom was putting on the table. And like that was kind of fine, I guess. Actually, that is not true. I am lying. All of this is <laughs> wrong. No, I think probably when I was like nine. I don't know why I forgot. When I was nine, I remember I was always thinking my biggest issue was always like my legs for mm-hmm. some reason. But I always felt like I was chubbier than other people. Mm-hmm. I felt like when I look back at the pictures, I was not. I don't know what That's was in thing. my brain. That's the thing. But Wait, I was I mean, so, I'm going to talk about yeah. it later. But just to quickly mention, like, looking back, like, you always think something about yourself. And now that I look at the pictures, like, every, like in whatever stage, like, I look back at the pictures, I'm like, why the hell did I think yeah. I was not beautiful? You yeah. Know? But I feel like, you know, like, that point of your life, like... Right before you grow, mm-hmm. usually, like, that's when you're, like, nine. So it's normal to gain, I mean, it's normal to gain weight on and off throughout yeah. life. But I was nine, and I didn't know anything about that. And I felt like I was gaining a little bit of weight, maybe, possibly. And I started, like, freaking out about that. Mm-hmm. Now, looking back, I mean, stupid. I look at pictures, it's stupid. But I think that's when it started, probably, right before you have, like, that growth spurt. Is that yeah. a word? I don't know. But I <laughs> and know it's normal you for your body to, like change then you know and right before right before you go through oh my god yes thank you right before you go through puberty and throughout puberty like your body's gonna change a million thousand times because it's going through like a huge change and i feel like i just didn't think about it rationally at all i don't know 
it's just like you grow up, you know, you grow up with people always talking about it. I feel mm-hmm. like in your family, you know, you have your mother, your grandmother, like all of these other, I think it's mostly women in mm-hmm. your family, like also being so like self-conscious about their own bodies and you're growing up and you're listening to these things like you're listening to them saying like oh maybe I shouldn't like I should only eat like half a portion today mm-hmm. because like I've been getting a bit weight or you hear them criticizing their own body yeah so even when you're like eight you're nine you're already thinking about that stuff because it's just all around you and I yeah. feel like that's what at an early age really like impacted me before anything else just hearing like people around me talk about it and criticizing themselves when I didn't see anything wrong with them, you know? So then I started questioning, like, if maybe something was wrong with me, too, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think it was that at a young age. I think for me, it was, like, having a lot of women, like, around me throughout my life in general. Because I have three sisters and my mom and my mom's sister, like, my aunt and stuff like that. So I had a lot of women around me. And... I remember my mom has always been, I don't want to say like struggling with it, but like dealing with it yeah. in a certain way. Because, um, I mean, my mom gave birth to four children. And I mean, she keeps saying that like when she was pregnant with me in her like in the like sixth month of pregnancy, like people wouldn't know she's pregnant. Mm. And like since um, and like she gets like she's been getting a lot of compliments like that she's beautiful and now since we're like her daughters are adults like she's like whatever we would meet somebody they're like oh no i thought you're their oldest sister oh yeah yeah. and like she's gotten used to like this type of i guess compliments or like and now i think she feels the pressure to like keep up with that and so then she kind of struggles with it a little bit and like it's really interesting to see like the way she thinks about this and then maybe for example like how our generation thinks about mm-hmm. it um because i mean she has like a group of friends like women mm-hmm. uh, and they like do stuff all the time but like they all like deal with that they're like if they gain a couple of kilos they're like oh no you know now i should go on a diet exactly to, like the whole diet it. thing yeah like the whole diet thing is really big and I mean, I've been watching my mom ever since I was a kid to like talk about it yeah. and be like, oh no, now I, I don't know, during Christmas, like I ate a lot. And like the way they say it, it's not that they're like, yeah, I ate more, I don't know, sweets than I usually do. But they talk about like I sinned and I right. ate, like not in a, in a religious way, but like they use kind of that word to like say that they did something wrong. Yeah. Because they ate maybe some, like, more unhealthy foods or because, you know, for Christmas you bake the, like, Christmas Right, yeah, it's like normal. And, them. and I just hate that, like, they talk about it in that way, that it's yeah. something, like, bad and wrong that they did. Like, yeah, they're, like, it's holidays, so you eat a little bit more. And it's not wrong. Like, maybe then, yeah, go for an extra walk, but just to feel better, not to, like, lose weight. And I was going to say, and, like, I feel like it's especially harmful if it's just for the sake of losing health. Like, if you're going to focus on what you eat and if you're going to be like, oh, I ate too many cookies over Christmas, then think about it because it's unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Like, because it doesn't do your body any good to, like, eat a lot of sugar. Like, think about it that way in the sense of you want to take care of your body Mm -hmm. to keep it, like, functioning well, you know, to keep everything going that's keeping you alive not to get a certain look or have a specific type of weight exactly but yeah that for sure and my like i don't know if this is a swiss thing because i can't fight figure out like a way to say it in english 
but it's basically called like is die Hälfte, mm-hmm. which means like eat half. I don't know. Maybe it's a Swiss thing. Maybe like, you know, it comes from some diet that was created in yeah. Switzerland or something like that. But it's basically to eat like what you would want to eat. But you you take that, you cut it in half and you only eat the half of each portion, basically. Oh and that's like been around me for forever. Like mm-hmm. they would say that's jokes, but actually eat it. Or like you would go get dinner as a family, maybe like with grandparents, with everybody, you know. And they would be like, oh, no, for me, only a little bit. I'm doing like is the health day. Oh, my God. Always. Um, that's just for the sake of losing weight because that doesn't, you know, your body doesn't gain anything and you eating half of it. It's not like you're eating more like you're getting more nutrition from that. I feel like the thing is like, I mean, we could talk about like this specific topic for hours, but the how would I say this? It? like medical scientific side of all of this. Like I specifically remember how my mom used to tell me like when we were younger she would be like she would be switching in between like how many meals a day you should eat because like you know there are these oh yeah yeah yeah. you should eat just like three times a day or like a bunch of small ones yeah uh, yeah and then the episode would be like no eat rather smaller portions but more often like more frequently during the day and like literally you know like it keeps changing so in these last couple of years, what I did was, like, I just forget about about all of that because it's just, like, people keep, like, scientists keep discovering stuff and, like, you know, and yeah. I'm just, like, I can't follow these rules. Like, maybe what I try to follow is, like, not to eat late. Like, I try to eat two to three hours before I go to sleep because yeah. that makes sense to me that, like, your body is digesting and, like, it makes it tired. And, like, honestly, I do feel, like, I feel better when I eat like the two or three hours before mm. I go to bed, I find it easier to fall asleep mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Which brings me to what I wanted to say is that what I've been trying to do these last couple of years, it's just listen to my body and right. like what it tells me. If I crave a croissant, I'm going to eat a croissant. If I crave <laughs> to eat a bunch of fruit, I eat fruit. Because, you know, like they used to tell us that like vegetable and fruits are amazing we should like eat it a lot and then all of a sudden they're like you know but in fruit there's sugar as well exactly you you shouldn't eat a lot of it but i'm just like you know i don't care no you can go crazy thinking about that kind of stuff and that was actually a point that like i wrote down like i feel like i'm kind of doing well now and i think the reason why i'm doing well with like eating because i went through like a point where I would just always feel guilty, like with whatever I ate, like Mm -hmm. I could never feel like I was like, oh, this was kind of healthy, but it had this and this. So now I feel bad or this was kind of healthy, but I ate too much of it. So now I feel Mm -hmm. bad. And I feel like this is like I've gotten to a good point because I've stopped thinking a little bit Mm -hmm. like obviously like I know like I need to eat vegetables and food and like that kind of stuff. I'm not going to be eating um, ice cream 24 seven, although I would love to, (laughs) but you know. Um, in that sense, but then everything else, there's so many rules, there's so many sciences, mm-hmm. there's so many people saying different things, like especially on social media, I feel like, and a lot of people who, you know, I don't even know if they're qualified because you can say whatever. So I just feel like I don't think about it that much. I just eat my meals. I try to make sure that there's some vegetables in there, some fruit in there, and that is literally yeah. that because just otherwise I go crazy. Yeah, I just try to like keep it balanced. Yeah. And I feel like for me, what made a huge huge difference was when I moved out of my parents house to Mm -hmm. move here and all of a sudden 
like I am 100% responsible for my diet, mm-hmm. for like the way I eat and what I eat. Because back home, like it was so difficult for me. Now here, when I think about it, like what I eat, what I cook, it's like completely different yeah, to what I did too. back home, you know? Which is super weird, but mm-hmm. yeah, me too. But that gave me like the freedom to explore what I like and to um, cook things that I like, but maybe are like, I don't want to say the word healthy because like, I just eat normal, you know, yeah, like yeah, nothing yeah. crazy. So that was a big, big step for me. Yeah. Also, when we're talking about our family and stuff, we're obviously not like bashing them no, no, at no, all. No, not at all. It's just no, like no, everybody's like, used to something different. Yeah. And like I said, you learn to like discover what you like and yeah. the type of quote unquote diet. I, I hate that word, but you know, like that yeah. you want to like follow and eat. So it's just like, yeah. And what about sports? Like what did that, what's the connection to that for you? For me, the thing is my parents had a rule that when we were kids, we would always have to do a sport, play an instrument. And then I feel like there was a third thing, but I don't remember. Maybe to like have a hobby, like, I don't know if it's called a hobby. Like we have a word for that in Czech. Like when you go to like every i don't know tuesday you go on to ceramics to do ceramics or stuff like that like it's a craft a club it's like an activity okay where you go to like regularly like maybe like with other you know you sign up for it somewhere okay, okay. i don't know we have a like specific word for that um so we had these rules so we always had to do a sport which for me it wasn't an issue i don't think because i've love doing sports ever since I was a kid I think we were brought up like that even like with my parents we used to go on like bike trips we used to do hikes a lot like we would go on a vacation in summer to Italy or Austria to like walk in the mountains Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so for me I've just always done a sport I've done gymnastics lacrosse ballet when I was a kid and now I mean it was a little bit difficult because when I was doing lacrosse like we were doing it not professionally but like we intensively yeah yeah and we went to a lot of tournaments and then because we did one European championship and then world championship I think two years after that so like we had to like train a lot and it was very it was very intense they took it extremely seriously Mm -hmm. we had like a u.s coach and stuff like that and that was really hard for me because we already had four practices a week and on top of that like we had we had like some individual plan they called it where we had to go for runs we had to exercise and that was crazy for me especially because that environment is so competitive Mm -hmm. and i hate that i realized that also because of being here like, it took me so much time to actually start liking running because I had trauma yeah. from lacrosse and, like, from those sports because they do it just, like, they're trying to push you. I feel like even over your limits, you right. know, not to make you better, but, like, over your limits. Like, I remember when we had, like, the summer practice camp, um, people were throwing up mm. and crying, and, you know, like, all of that. So... Yeah, like when I came here, now I'm trying, you know, we did Pilates together yeah. last year. This year I'm doing body cross. I'm trying to like try new things because it's fun for me and yeah. I like it. But just for the fun. Yeah, yeah. 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 Not to, like even the running, like when I started like three years ago, 
I still had it in my head as like, go for a run so you don't get fat. You know, I was so scared when I uh, stopped doing lacrosse because I needed like to focus on school bef- like for my final exam mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And because it was after the world championship and I didn't see like a future there anymore since I knew I was going to go to Spain. Um, I I was so afraid because that was the first time in my life when I didn't do any sport. Like I wouldn't be signed up anywhere where I would be forced to go, you know, yeah. regularly. And I was so scared. I was like, I'm going to get so fat. And I remember like thinking, I was like, I have to do sports, you know, because otherwise I will get fat. Like I remember mm-hmm. that saying throughout my childhood. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know if somebody said it to me or I just picked it up somehow. I I don't know. know. So then I was kind of nervous. I was like, what's going to happen? Am I going to get fat? I need to end it. I started running, but I did it because I wanted to like stay in shape or something. But now I'm finally like doing sports because I like them and like I feel good. Like I love going for walks because like I feel good. It's not that I want to stay thin or whatever. Yeah. 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 What about you? I mean, I also always had to do one sport, at mm-hmm. least. But it was kind of communicated to me in the way of, like, to stay healthy. Like, just... Mm-hmm. So, I never had any issues. Like, I did gymnastics. I did kung fu. I did, like, dance. Like, I did a bunch of different stuff. And for me, like, it was always just, like, fun. And also kind of a social thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, it was fine. The only thing where I feel like it wasn't great was the gym, as I mentioned before. Yeah. Because I feel like I joined the gym because I didn't have any other sport mm-hmm. like that I necessarily did or wanted to do or whatever. And at the time, it was just difficult because I was working. You know, it's difficult to go to practices and whatever of anything. And so I joined the gym. And for me, like, there was no joy in that. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that some people go to the gym and it's, like, fun for them and it's good for their mental health or whatever. So they do it because of that. But for me... I think I literally just did it to like stay in shape and to not gain weight because I wasn't doing any other sport anymore and to just mostly for like my how I looked you Mm -hmm. know um not for anything else and I feel like if you do anything simply because of that like there's no like good outcome and it brought me no joy like I would literally just force myself because I was like because of like body image type of thing so that was horrible because I I found no joy in that and I did it for the wrong reasons I feel like but that was kind of the only thing I think because then I quit because I came here and then now here like everything's been like fun to me again you know like Zumba I do it because it's fun Pilates to me was fun I didn't like need to see any like physical like change in me in order to want to go in order to like enjoy it and so I think I think like it's good again now, but the gym for me was just not like my kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like so I did it for the wrong no gyms scare me <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, like now that I go to the gym every week because um, people don't go to body cross, so basically I have a personal <laughs> trainer <laughs> and he takes me to the gym. But I mean that is fine because like he guides right, me through it, right. so I really like that. And at least I feel like I'm gaining some experience with, like, being yeah. at a gym. But I, I could never go alone. I don't know. I mean, I like, in the future someday, I want to just because I feel like it's another thing to, like, get out of your comfort mm-hmm. zone and, like, you know, figure out. But maybe in the future. <laughs> I don't know. It's I don't know. Crazy. To me, it's just such a weird... Like, I understand why they exist, obviously. 
But it's just such a weird thing to just have all these people like individually on these, you know, it's like, I know it's just, I don't, cause people do watch each other. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I never, I never was able to like properly get into it. And for me, it was just stressful because like I wanted to see some change in my body and I didn't see a change in my body. And then I mean, for me, what has always like been an issue, what I don't like is when I have to come up with like the workout myself, you know, like, for example, I used to like, like exercising according to videos or something, Mm. you know, but like to go to the gym, I guess you have to kind of. But I had a routine given to me, like I had two sessions in the beginning Mm -hmm. where um, somebody who worked at the gym, like, like walked me through it. Mm -hmm. And like, we talked about like why I was at the gym, like what my goals were, um, how much experience I already had with like that type of stuff. And then like they created this little like routine for me. Mm And where I and then I had like my piece of paper where I could always write the like weights that I put on there. So like if there was progress, I could see the progress and everything. So I did have like a routine set up for me and was like introduced to the gym. Mm -hmm. Because I guess that's why I like, for example, walks or running because you just go and walk or run, you know, and you don't have to like come up with anything. Like one more thing that made like it makes me so sad watching I guess people <laughs> like younger than me mm-hmm. like struggle with this so much mm-hmm. because I think it's getting worse and worse and worse because of social media. You know, like when we were kids, like social media wasn't a thing or at least not as maybe like Facebook and stuff, but you know, like not as crazy as today. And like I see my, for example, like younger sister, how much she struggles with it because she sees, and I don't know why, because like I now I know. That, like, not everything is real on social media. I mean, sometimes I'm still, like, reminded. I'm like, oh, like, I wouldn't have expected it. So then I I guess I understand why, like, younger people don't realize that maybe. But, like, my sister, like, she struggles with it so much. And it just makes me so sad, you know? I'm like, why we as society, like, why did we create these issues? It's such a stupid <laughs> thing, technically, you it know? It is. But with social media, yeah, that's true. There's, like, a lot more room for a comparison, I feel like. Because us growing up, maybe we compared ourselves to other people, like, in our environment. Or, like, we had a couple of, like, big celebrities that we Mm -hmm. saw. But we didn't have, like, a bunch of people always on social media. Like, And one other thing is, like, there's a lot of talk, not only about, like, physical looks, but I feel like also about health. Like, a lot of, like, what I eat in a day. And then it's, like, super, like perfectly like yeah made plates of vegetables and fruit and just like i feel like stuff that's unattainable if you're living a a, i don't know normal life with work school you know you can't put that much effort into your food and i feel like it seems like harmless and like good because technically i guess they're showing people like healthy meal options Mm -hmm. but i feel like Again, maybe this is just me, but I feel like if you, like, put too much thought into what you eat, it's always going to, like, spiral into, like, a bad direction, I feel like. And again, like, if you see those videos, all you think about is, oh, like, I'm not eating good enough. Even though you might be having a perfectly, like, balanced, like, meals. You might be having perfectly balanced meals, but they don't look, like, as pretty and they don't have, like... But the thing is, I don't even think the people that posted on social media 
do that you know like maybe they pick a day where they are cooking exactly perfect i can't imagine unquote. anybody doing that right no like, then they for sure snack during the day or they don't cook a meal like this every time yeah. you know they pick one that is aesthetic to post yeah. on instagram or something i don't know it's just very sad for me i just remembered one like other example is when i think two years ago maybe my mom like she's a director at a school and like so then during the summer like she goes on vacations and stuff like that and i remember like she gained some weight and she was scared to go to work mm. because people she kept saying like people will notice like people will tell me or something you know she was literally mm. like scared to go to work after summer because she was like i gained you know so much weight and stuff like that. i was like mom yeah like This is insane to me, you know? Yeah. I just wish everybody would be happy. I mean, I understand that there is, like, a certain... Like, we should... You know, you shouldn't eat McDonald's every day. Because, of I mean, course. that's very... And it's not, like... But that's health, you know? Yeah, that's, like, health risk. Yeah. And, like, your body... Like, bodies look very differently. Mm -hmm. And they're all healthy. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. you might be super skinny, but very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not, it doesn't, like, yeah. I know, like, my coworker once said, like, way back, way back when, and that blew my mind mm -hmm. at the time, even though it's really very, like, rational and makes sense, but at the time, I was like, wow, that this is groundbreaking. Mm -hmm. But she was like, you literally just fuel your body. It's just, like, the thing that you live in in order to experience life. Like, that's all it is. Yeah. And all you need to do is, like, fuel it, take care of it, so you can have the best possible life. Mm -hmm. And and experience as much as life as you possibly can. That is it. It doesn't anything else mm -hmm. does not matter. It's just a thing that's carrying you through life. Mm -hmm. I mean, my hope for like my younger sister specifically is that like I went through those things as well, yeah. and I pulled through. I got to a point where I think I'm really comfortable with my body, and I don't stress about every little thing that I eat because. Like, this is insane to me, but, like, three, four years ago, when I would eat ice cream as a dessert after lunch, I would feel guilty. Yeah, and I'm like, same. what the hell, you know? So, I just hope that she will, like, get through it as I did, and I'm just trying, like, to support her and and tell her my experience throughout. It's just her. sad that everybody needs to get through it, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. why is it this thing that everybody, seemingly everybody, has to kind of push through to get out at the other side that's yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> such a sad note right <laughs> no, let's end it um so we don't want it, this to end sad <laughs> no so I, we're gonna try to come up with something <laughs> positive no i just hope that like with like in the future i hope it will get better not worse well to be honest we were bashing social media but there's also a lot of good content about it on social media that's true you know spencer barbosa exactly is one of the examples exactly. like i love her and i always think about like she has no idea how much she's helped me because just like seeing her you know like even like two years ago when we went on vacation and i took pictures in my swimsuit i was and i was kind of mm, like turned to the side mm -hmm. where you could see my roles mm. and I would not post that photo. I was like, no, that, like, I can't. And I was like, why? Why the hell? And now I'm, like, super comfortable with it because I saw it, like, I guess on social media. I saw it that is somebody more showed on it and media. said that it's yeah. okay. And it is insane to me that I need to hear that from a stranger. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, 
like she's helped me. Through. I was like, I told my sister, you need to follow her. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. And so, there's a bunch of people like that. Exactly. There is more stuff like that on social media too, which I guess is helpful then too. It's not just like yeah. more damaging stuff. There's mm-hmm. also a lot of positive yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So that's our positive <laughs> note that we're going to end this on. Book club. I almost forgot again. Oh God, <laughs> tragedy. But I did. So, what have you been reading? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm literally still on the same book. Probably like five pages further down than I was but last week. You know week. what? When you finish so it, you should share. bring it here and show it on camera because oh, that book is beautiful, aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even if I don't read it and I just have it on my bookshelf, <laughs> I'm good. True. Yeah. So, still there. It's called Happy Hour. Mm-hmm. I will let you know once I progress. Tell them where you got that book from, as usual. Like, no, the... Right? Oh, I was like Secret Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got it from Jack Edwards. He said it was good. <laughs> I feel like you said almost about every book. I mean, it's yeah. great that you have somebody to recommend new books, you know? Yeah, and usually I agree with him, so it's a good source. <laughs> what about you? I finished a book called The Subtweet. Or just supped wheat, maybe. Without oh, that was so I fast. I don't know what happened. I mean, <laughs> I don't think it was that long. It was maybe like 260 mm-hmm. pages, something like that. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like anything crazy. But somehow, you know what? I don't know when I was... I think I started reading like during the weekend when I finally felt like I can at least read. Yeah. While I was still like not feeling great. And it was like an easily like readable book but also it had like thick borders on the sides you know so the text was even like narrow more narrow Mm -hmm. so i guess it wasn't that many um words so it's called septuit from vivek shoraya i hope i'm saying it right i think it's a trans woman in indian trans woman and it was so interesting because, I mean, it was, like, a, from a different culture, like, about different topics that I usually mm, read about. Because it was, like, focused on, I guess, just, like, minor communities. Minorities? That, uh, <laughs> thank you. Minorities. And it was interesting. But in this, India? No. I think it was based in Canada. But the thing is, it was a book about, like, musicians, singers that were trying to, I don't want to say, like, make it. But, you know, like, Oh, so music. it's fiction. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and it just talked about, I mean, like the minority issue and um, what else? <laughs> I mean, music industry, <laughs> um, literature. And it was just like, I there wasn't like a big plot, you know? It was mm-hmm. about mostly, I think, for women. Yeah, for women. And like they had their stories kind of intertwined. But, like, I read it so fast. That you don't even remember it. <laughs> no. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would recommend the but book But you for enjoyed sure. it? Yeah, okay. yeah, I enjoyed it for sure. I think it was interesting, fun. I read it really fast. But it wasn't anything, like, big one drama. But, I mean, I guess that's what I liked about it. You know, Yeah, like it was, more focused on the characters. And... Yeah, and more, like I said, on the, like, minorities. Right. And, and, like, how it even works, like, in between them. How they're, like, struggling. You know, not only, like 
for example, Indian people, quote unquote, against like white people, but mm-hmm. like even like within, within the community. Exactly. Exactly. So it was, I feel like for me, like it was at le- even like educational right. in a way, you know? So I really liked it. Sounds interesting. Hmm? Yeah. And then shows, I didn't watch anything either. Do you watch anything? I finished, well, I feel like I talked about Love is Blonde last week because I had to wait a week. Yeah, you for complained the, about that. Um, weddings episode (laughs) which i watched last night i mean not that many surprises like it's a fourth season so i kind of already know you know how it works coming but i want to kind of (laughs) spoil oh well there were four weddings for people who don't want to know skip seconds seconds ahead there were four weddings three out of four got married which i feel like might be a record maybe not but i feel like it's like a very high number so that was cool and i think they're doing a live like because the last episode is always a reunion Mm -hmm. and usually they pre-recorded edited blah 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 but now apparently they're doing it live for the first time like they're live streaming yeah like they they i don't know but how how are they gonna put that on netflix or maybe you can see it live somewhere else and then they will put the recorded version on netflix Maybe, because I don't know if I'll be able to... No, I think it's going to be on Netflix, because it oh. says even there, like, that it's going to be live. I don't know how exactly it's going to work. I think also the difference is that it's, like, right now. Like, literally, their relationship, their status is right now, whereas usually, like, they recorded, and then it's at least maybe, like, six months so later. So they, they just got it. married in real life, mm-hmm. too? No, I think that... No, that happened, like, oh. some time ago. I don't know how long ago. But, like, the difference will be that when they publish the last episode, it's going to be current. Right, right, right. It's not right, like right. they recorded it, like, a year ago or something, yeah. you know? Which is, like, a big difference from... You don't I then have the to go to social media to try to figure out if they're still yeah, together. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Okay, okay. Interesting. So, that's cool. And what about your song of the week? <laughs> I'm so excited. My song of the week <laughs> is The Kind of Love We Make from Luke Combs. I don't know if I said sure. it right. I think he's a country singer. Okay. Which is very out of, how would you say it? Out of my usual genre. Preferences. Preferences. And I don't, you know how I, I discovered the song? Because on Instagram, like an ad for a playlist on Instagram, no, on in Spotify popped up. Oh, and it was like in the background, it was playing a song. I was like, oh, I kind of like the song. So I went to the playlist. I even saved the playlist. Wow. And it's all country. It's all country. Songs. Yeah. And I love this specific, like I've been vibing to it. So like, it's just like a, such a great energy. I, I feel like, like I know it, but I'm not 100% sure. 100% sure. If if it's the song I'm thinking of, but I'll go listen to it. Yeah. Well, look at that. I hope it wins. I need my son to win. (laughs) Don't. You can't emotionally (laughs) manipulate the the viewers. What is yours? Mine is, it's kind of, I didn't have like a new one that I discovered this past week Mm -hmm. or anything like that. So I went back to a classic. It's just one of my, I would say old time, but it's not that old yet. So it doesn't (laughs) deserve that title. But it's one of my favorite, favorite songs. And it's um, called Orange Juice by Noah Kahan. I still don't know how to pronounce his last name, <laughs> but it's from his his newest album, and mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. Like I could write my final thesis about this song. Wow! Yeah. Well, do it. <laughs> I, I I was just thinking about it. Honestly, I might. <laughs> like I am obsessed with this song, so that would be my song okay. of the week. Okay. 
And now, because I lost <laughs> again. Yes. Um, two <clears throat> weeks ago, I guess now, mm-hmm. we put on our Instagram the song of the week. Christina's song of the week was Sugar Sweet by Vincent Boone. Mm-hmm. Mine was Dorothea by Taylor Swift. I mean, honestly, though, like if you put a song, the first one was from Miley Cyrus. The second <laughs> one is from Taylor Swift. So, I mean, you know, there is an advantage there. <laughs> And I won, as you can see from Christina's reaction. Um, so now I translated the chorus, mm-hmm. or what I think, I had a hard time figuring out what the chorus of Dorothea was, but the chorus of it into German, and she's gonna get to read that. Okay. So go ahead. Okay, we're gonna have a blast. <laughs> I mean, excuse me? <laughs> I don't even know. Okay. Es ist nie so spät. You sound Czech. <laughs> I do? Oman men set zurkumakomen. Diesterne in deinen augen. Schen heller in tupelo. What the hell is tupelo? Why? Does I don't it have know what tupelo T? is. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know what it is? You translated it. And it's German. You should know, no? Tupelo? Yeah. Tupelo. I'll look at it up. <laughs> Und when. Und wenn du es gemals late bist, bekan zu sein. I would expect some applause. Thank Sorry. you, thank you. You pronounce the letter the way they pronounce them in Spanish. Because I didn't know how do you say J? Yeah. yeah. Oh, And that's the true. G, we say G. But you said Augen. Augen? Oh, Tupelo. That's just a city in the US. That's not a German word. Okay, okay, okay. Um, that okay, was well that done. felt so much better than having to rap. <laughs> uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed her rap from last mm. week. And I hope... If you haven't listened to it, let, yeah, go back and listen to it. <laughs> I hope next week um, I will win. I would like to read and check. Okay, well then I won't do that. I will give you some hard difficult... Rapping. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we'll All see. right, so that was it. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoyed we My hope German reading. Yes, especially that. <laughs> um, we hope you cannot relate to anything we talked about in the main part, honestly. <laughs> and yeah, we hope you have a nice Sunday. Have a nice week. Mm-hmm. And let us know again if you have anything to add to this sh- topic. <laughs> I, yes. I don't know how to speak. You know, we've been speaking for an hour now. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, just let us know. Share your thoughts on Instagram, on the PhotoNap. Or, as always, in Spotify, we post a question there. Mm-hmm. Which nobody ever answers. No. So you can start doing that. <laughs> Be a pioneer. <laughs> pioneer. Yeah, it literally just pops up, like, in Spot. I think just in Spotify or the Anchor app, um, at, like, the top of the episode. Something like that. So Honestly, I've never found it. it but I did. I did. Oh, okay, you just okay. literally like, open it, open the podcast episode, and it's right there. Oh, so okay. if you feel like doing that, you can respond there. Yes. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to get in touch, you can find all of our information in the description below.